1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Silvania Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. The Cold Three discussed their treasonous plan and decided to eliminate the Pyramid 2.0 before killing the Prince. Everett needs to get the Bruja on side, Evangeline will drum up public support, Val suggested drugging lesser clan leaders with Tremere blood to frame the Pyramid in a larger conspiracy, and Doris will get herself kidnapped to justify an assault. But first, can they safely and covertly obtain the blood of a Tremere? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here.
2: You have all settled on a plan. Vladimir goes out to pretend to be a deputy because these higher risk duties are very much a you problem, not a neo-note problem, (laughs) a neo-note-nostra, and not a a Matthew Theobald problem. There are certain deliveries that will just be expected of you on your own. Uh, Barty, he's here to help, but he's not capable of doing any of this, you all know, so he will keep the department going as necessary. But there is something invigorating for all of you about having a plan. For the first time, you're looking at all the pieces on the board, and you're looking at knocking at least one very big, very dangerous piece off. And that's good for focus. It feels good for the team. And it also leaves you feeling empowered in a way. Now, obviously, we aren't doing an XP system in terms of character upgrades over time Mm -hmm. because I find that to be needlessly mathematical. And also, it can lead people to do things they otherwise wouldn't to, like, gain XP to get an Mm -hmm. ability. It can step outside of story. However, because you've all been doing work, I am going to give you some upgrades to your stats (sighs) because of things that have been happening in the world and elsewhere. So Evangeline, (laughs) you've shifted from just uh, lying a lot uh, and trying to lie to mortals to also starting to have like hard and true challenging conversations. So I would like to give you an additional dot in persuade (gasps) and we will remove your specialty in deception. You are going to be equally good at deception and truth. So it's oh. a mechanical way to just level those out. Oh, for you.
3: lovely! Okay, cool. So
2: you can tell the truth or lie; they both pay off now because you're learning to tell the truth in a way that oh, uh, so that nice. matters a little bit more for you. Also, as you look down at Percy, uh, you realize. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Let me find the. Page. My jaw
3: literally just dropped. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Need to cue the link opening the chest music
4: right now.
3: Grown a fifth
2: limb. <laughs> oh my sick. sir. Yeah. You realize <laughs> oh, that God. as as you look at him, you feel a draw from your powers because you are receiving a second dot in animalism,
0: which Fuck opens off. up the
2: ability of feral whispers. So your vampire can commune with beasts of the wild and the city. It allows for two-way communication with animals. Now, the animal may not care what you want to talk to it about because it is an animal, but you might be able to convince them to perform services like humans or help you out as time goes on. So, feral whispers can also be used to summon a chosen type of animal. I'm going to say <gasps> Percy's going to be a freebie, but you could try for other ones oh, that you feel drawn to. Oh, my God. Uh, and obviously, that's going to depend. Uh, so, the die pools are manipulation plus animalism. Okay. And charisma plus animalism. And you have to use a rouse check per type of animal chosen for the scene. This allows for one summoning and unlimited communication. And it's free when you use it on your Famulus. So you can talk to (gasps) Percy for nothing. You don't have to rouse
5: check on that. Oh, my God.
2: So persuading an animal is manipulation plus animalism. The difficulty depends on the task. Mm -hmm. Uh, And summoning animals is charisma plus animalism. If you're trying to summon an animal that is not present in the scene.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so you have that ability now. Doris. Yes. You receive because you have been compelling a great number of people and your mind is growing both stronger and more dangerous. You receive another dot in dominate. Sweet. Your central your central and most dangerous ability. I'm going to give you a choice because huh. there are two things that can pay off in different ways. Okay. Mesmerize allows you to carry out your compel but give longer and more complex commands.
6: Oh, okay. So cool.
2: right now you kind of get a sense to tell somebody what to do. You can give a more specific thing. Cool. Go into the bank, do this, come out. The, the difficulty <laughs> can change, but it lets you give, yeah, slightly more complicated instructions. The pool stays exactly the same. Uh, And then you've got until the command carried out or the scene ends, whichever comes first is how long it lasts. Or because you have been studying frenzy, there is also a power called dementation, which requires nothing more than casual conversation as your insidious influence hides between the lines and inflections you use. The victim finds themselves increasingly agitated as their inner demons bubble to the surface, eventually drowning out all rhyme and reason. So essentially, when you are attacking somebody, you could use a manipulation to dominate in a conversation versus composure and intelligence to cause superficial damage to their willpower. And then you could eventually impair them or cause them to kind of frenzy or freak out. It's a slower burn one, but there is that option yeah. as well.
6: Interesting. Um, I think I'm going to go with the mesmerization. Love it. What is hmm. it, mesmer?
2: Mesmerize mesmerize cool the cost is arouse check and the pools are manipulation and dominate versus intelligence and resolve
6: oh so it's the same as compel
2: yeah yeah exactly the same you could just give more detailed
6: yeah cool and you got
2: your second dot so if you're using the dominate sweet it will play through so you have got that
6: sweet
5: i'm
6: gonna get so many people to rob so many banks
5: (laughs) (laughs) the example is running with it
6: yeah
2: val Uh, Instead of just giving you another dot, I'm gonna give you another gift of your increased strength. So Val, you've had so many upgrades to your strength and did so many punchy, strong, various things that we're gonna add another ability for you. It is a level three potence ability. Mm -hmm. You are going to have an uncanny grip, which means you can focus your unnatural strength into your toes and fingers, then grip and burrow your extremities into almost any surface, enabling you to climb and even hang from walls and ceilings. So in the way Doris can spider, you just punch handholds into things as you climb or do otherwise. Join me on the
6: ceiling, baby. So it costs
2: you a rouse check to be able to use this ability, but you will automatically succeed on any skill test to climb a non-metallic surface. Uh, Metals can be a little more questionable uh, and glass surfaces could require a test simply because you're breaking glass to punch finger holds in it. But depending on what's there, that's an option. Uh, climbing or clinging leaves obvious tracks, so note mm-hmm. that people could try to track where you are from finding that. But if you activate that power, you have that power active for a scene. Awesome. And then my boy, Everett.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, you have been lying more often and poorly, but failure can mm-hmm. be the greatest teacher. That's so generous, I, thank you. I <laughs> give you a dot in subterfuge. Okay. And a dot in persuasion. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you very much. Because you could end up using either of those skills realistically to lie. So I think it just ends up making you more persuasive. First dots in subterfuge and persuasion. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) It's the first step on a horrible journey to corruption. Uh, (laughs) Then celerity, your other speed-based ability. I'm going to give you a second dot in that. Oh, thank you. So that will give you, uh, originally, I think you have rapid reflexes currently. Yes. This will give you fleetness. Which is, your mastery of celerity now allows the vampire to move and react with dizzying speed. So for one rouse check, you can add your celerity rating to your die pool for non-combat dexterity tests. Oh, interesting. And once per turn, you may also do this when defending with dex and athletics. So if somebody shoots a gun at you, you can add your celerity score to the dodge roll. Because you've got a little bit of that like agent in the matrix ability to blur around things coming at you. Okay. If you are defending. Thank you. No problem. That was everybody, right? Yes. Yes. Great. Everybody's got some skills that have all been upgraded so you can use those moving forwards as your talents grow. You've got a list of things you want to do for your plan. You've got the media that you've got to approach. God. Vinland von Kindred and William (laughs) Walker. You need to get blood from a Tremere Somehow getting access to a member of that clan who is not Doris. So if it gets tracked back, you're there. You may be able to get somebody to come out as a recruiter or you may have to send mortals in. And you need to convince the Bruja and the Day Shift to get on board. Those are all the things you need to do before you start kidnapping clan leaders <laughs> inside New Haven.
5: Yeah. Yep.
2: <laughs> Everyone yep. else who's not required for these plans has been left out of the meeting. It's time for you to figure out what you want to do. All right. First things first,
4: what do we do first?
0: (laughs) Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus.
2: Hi friends, it's Ryan here, and I am excited to invite you to join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon. It's a great way for you to help our team keep creating shows that you love, and it's a cool opportunity for you to get neat things too. At the one dollar level, we have a Patreon exclusive Discord, so you can chat with other listeners and our cast in spoiler and non spoiler channels, so anyone can tag in. At the five dollar level, we offer ad free feeds for a bunch of our shows, so you won't have to hear us advertising our Patreon anymore. At fifteen dollars, you get to submit names for NPCs, places, and things that we have. Have to use in the shows, and we also have a tips, tricks, and traps video where you can submit questions that our GMs and DMs, myself and Tom, will answer for you. And at a twenty-five dollars, you can create your own NPC to join one of our active shows and get a special thank you at the end of every episode we produce. We've got a bunch of tiers where you can join, so please head on over to patreon.com/dumdumdice. That's d-u-m-b, d-u-m-b, d-i-c-e. Patreon.com/dumdumdice. Please help support us, and we'll keep new episodes coming.
4: Officer Clark, uh-huh. <laughs> you're still with us, right? You're still in this because it's yeah. too late now.
3: No, I, I am. I'm Look, meet. I can have moments of being like terrified of what we're doing, okay? But I'm in this.
4: Good. And get it out of your system now, then, because... We're going to need to, as, as the Sheriff's Department, you're kind of the face, or at least the best face we've got. And yep. we're going to need you to start putting together a campaign to get folks on our side for this. Are there people in the community we can start talking to?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, we got, I think the best way, like the people who've already been, sharing information and have an audience, right? Like Vinland Von Kindred. Yeah. Who has been critical of us in the past. I mean, get him on side and Do you think, I don't know how to get him on side, but. um,
4: You think you could get to work on figuring that out? If you need yeah. anything, let us know.
3: Yeah. And William Walker, look, I'm, I'll just promise to make him a vampire.
4: Like, ugh. like promise, promise or lie, promise
3: lie promise
4: okay he's still gonna have a podcast that everyone listens to after we've lied to him
3: yes but i i mean like i he does this thing for a bit we destroyed the pyramid and then and then i make him a vampire
4: all right I, like, i'm trusting you then to it.
3: then so like presumably we'll achieve our goals by the time he's like hey you owe me this
4: and all then, right all right if it goes sideways, I'm, I trust you to be able to handle it however the dash fall that way. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. Hmm.
4: All right. Uh Doris. Yes, sir. You got any idea how we can get us some Tremere blood?
6: do I mean, the last time I just happened to be walking around downtown by myself at night. When he tried to pull me into his car, as I said. So, right, it's possible that they're well, I don't think he was hunting me, but I certainly am like, What are those strips of paper that flies fly into and they get fly attracted paper. to? How oh, is it called fly paper? I
4: believe so, yeah,
6: right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the paper, and they're the flies,
5: perhaps. Maybe that's just my ego.
4: All right. And Val, you were thinking the same thing, right? Bait kind of twice in a row.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think it would work. I could probably take one Tremere. Well, you won't be alone.
4: Yeah, we're doing this one together.
6: So I just kind of go walking around in dark alleys at night. Oh, and uh, you bash him over the head. Well, I I tell them to let you bash them over the head, and then we put them in my trunk until we don't need them anymore.
4: Right, and I learned a little bit of something uh, back in Montreal about how vampires need blood from a living person. I'm assuming the only way this is going to work is if the source of the blood that is in a victim's system comes from a vampire who's still alive. Does that make sense to y'all? Well, I'm summarizing here where I basically had to feed a friend back in Montreal and I killed someone and their blood was no good because they couldn't take blood from a dead body. I'm assuming this Tremere's blood that we're going to put into the victims. Does that Tremere need to be alive the entire time? Do y'all know about that?
5: Yeah, no. We'll keep him indoors trunk, and can keep him staked. It wouldn't be hard to keep bleeding him that way.
4: All right. We'll have to make sure wherever we keep him.
6: By alive, sir, do you mean unalive alive?
4: Uh
3: like a vampire.
4: Yeah. I mean just wherever just we verify. keep him, it's gonna have to be secure.
3: Yeah. Wait, well, well, I wanna... mean can you reverse them to make them alive alive? I was just confused. Carry on. Okay.
2: <laughs> I will say for Val and doris the thing you'd be aware of is you could take the bl- the vampire has to be alive when the blood is taken out of the vampire the vampire does not have to be alive yeah. after you've got enough to dose this person right. you can still be blood bonded to a dead vampire the same way that you can be in love right. with someone who's not currently alive right.
6: Mm. right so we take the blood and then we get rid of the tremor either way it works we don't need
4: him after we've got the blood
6: we don't sir and Um, Please understand that I'd like to have my trunk free for when uh, I encounter Lucius Bayfire.
4: I I understand.
5: And honestly, I mean, your trunk is a great idea, but you could probably just take him to my apartment or Clark's house. You probably don't want Red Cell looking out while we capture a Tremere and bring him into the station.
4: Yeah. I feel like getting this Tremere blood should be the first thing we do
6: i agree if we get the blood then everything else flows from that plan all right so so, tonight i take a walk
4: and we follow right i'll wear
6: my nicest hat
4: clark i'd love to have you with us but if you've got something that you can think of doing with uh getting things working with uh vinland or william i understand if uh
3: I mean, I don't know exactly what to do, but I... Well, then I think on it while you help it. us out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
6: Okay. Also, if I may, um, if I happen to... If there happens to be two of them that we find who find me and you manage to get one and I'm taken by the other, I feel like you should let me go. But we need... Let you go? Well, I mean, We're not gonna... ready for
4: that part yet. Right well we're gonna get him but it has to happen in a very specific order if we lose you tonight then i don't way, think we're getting you back i see
6: <clears throat> well either way um i was thinking we need some sort of code word for me um for when this does happen uh because he's very powerful and he can probably make me do things um Beyond the likes of what you've seen, right. and so I feel like I need to. Um, once they've taken me, um, if you see me again, you need to ask me a code word to make sure that, or I'll oh, say like something. like of call and a response. Kind or of thing. I'll say something. Wait, like, does that does that work? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, just kind I of don't
5: know. Like.
6: <laughs> <laughs> like do you understand what I'm saying sir if he's if he's compelled me to do something
4: D- I mean you're more of an expert than I am I would assume if you're under mind control it won't matter what I say to you would be my guess
6: But if I come in saying no 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 I'm fine I'm me everything's fine we need to have some sort of way to
4: confirm that Yes All right So what's it going to be then What's the code word? What's the call and response? Uh,
6: Would I know enough about how uh, compelling works that like you're in such an altered mindset that like that kind of a code word would work or whether it would compelled me know the code word just as
2: much as compelled. You would know the code word as much as anything else. But the other person would have to know that you had a code word and tell you to say the code or like it starts to walk down that like elaborate plan of like how much do they know versus how much do you know? Like, like, cause it could be something as innocuous as being like, they could be like, what, you know, ask them what your favorite, like, they could ask you what your favorite color is. Mm -hmm. And that could be the code. Like you, if you choose something so esoteric that if the other person isn't actively overhearing it, then you could set something up. The challenge is if, yeah, if you were compelled and it's something specifically covered by what you were told to do. Like, because you know Lucius is very effective. So, mm-hmm. if Lucius was to say he's the one who meets you on the street, again, it would have to be him. Yeah. You don't think like Dylan Zane seems equivalent to you, maybe yeah. slightly more magical. Mm-hmm. The average Tremere would be comparable to you. That's why the pyramid's so aggressively after you. If you meet anybody below Lucius, their mm-hmm. skill set would be equivalent to yeah. yours. They might know more rituals and wards, but in terms of blood mm-hmm. sorcery, comparable. Lucius could yeah. like recite a whole poem and just give you a job for a whole evening.
6: Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, perhaps we could just make it that, uh, you asked me something that Lucius wouldn't know. Perhaps I'm just grasping at straws.
4: Well, what's something Lucius doesn't know?
6: I'm afraid to even get it in my head, to be honest. So, surprise me.
4: Alright then, Val, what's something Lucius doesn't know?
6: Doris is going to plug her ears.
5: Uh, um, we can just ask her fucking something about when she was with Cleopatra. You wouldn't know that, right, Doris? Right.
2: So Doris could hear. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> fingers in her ears. It's oh, like right. she can
5: got vampire <laughs> hearing. Vampire yeah. hearing bells like this is going to yeah, work yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Um, I suppose so.
5: Worst comes to worst, we'll just kidnap you back. It's not, it's whatever. Right.
4: Okay. okay. Uh, Doris, you're going to stay uh, in uniform, but everyone else, we're in civilian clothes tonight. We're undercover, so to speak. If anyone sees us grabbing a Tremere, want to make sure it's not the Sheriff's Department kidnapping a Tremere. That's yeah, fair. All right. We'll go get changed.
5: <laughs> drive right. back home. Yeah. Evangeline <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> <Vandaline> <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh at home, Evangeline, when you when you go inside and are grabbing clothes out of your bedroom, uh Teddy wakes up because he's sleeping, he's not working currently. Yeah. He's just like, hey, hey, what are we going?
3: Um so going isn't an option right now. Under Fuck. I know, no, no, here's the thing. Um, I know I was really pissed off and really upset about this too. Um we have to change things first so that the right people can then give us permission to leave
2: so what does that mean you gotta do
3: i don't really want to tell you more because like if people find out i'm involved i I don't want you to get like tortured or something into like revealing the plan or something like that. I, I just think the less, you know, the better.
2: Oh God. Doesn't that mean they just torture me and then I don't know anything. It's like a marathon man thing Um, where they just keep torturing you.
3: Um, why don't you go to the night church? And, and you can explain to, to sister Kurt. I mean, she, she knows me. She, she knows who you are. Um, I, I can even give her a call ahead. Well,
2: um, who's who's gonna torture me? Who's coming after me? What's this is a lot. He just like is in bed in boxers, <laughs> just rolling over, being like, "I know, I'm, just, I'm sorry." It's uh, okay. The pyramid,
3: okay. Uh, red cell.
2: The pyramid are in town. Don't they have to follow the law?
3: I mean, they're not really. Yeah, but it's like it's the prince's law, which I don't really agree with. So like it's not like a great like he doesn't care about mortals. like I, I mean we could still ghoul you that might be better. But again, remember Teddy, that's forever. That's
2: what? <laughs> Look, I think you've had like a lot of long talks with a bunch of vampires. Uh, yeah, I don't I'm get sorry. it. Am I in danger right now?
3: Um, not yet, but you might be soon.
2: Okay, will you know when I'm in danger?
3: Um, yeah, it'll, yeah, but if you're in danger, then I don't know, it might be too late for me to warn you.
2: Okay, well, does me disappearing mean people are going to know that shit is going weird with you?
3: Oh, God, maybe you should just be normal.
2: (laughs) Cool. I'll keep doing what I'm doing. Okay. You call me if things get bad. Okay. Uh, and if you could steal some ghoul blood and stash it in the house or my car, that would be probably good in an emergency.
3: Is that... How does ghouling... Do I know how ghouling works? Like, how does that...
2: Can you roll me a wits and, and a cult?
3: Oh, right. Oh, we already talked about this. We
2: talked about it loosely, but this will let us know specifically how much you, without consulting an expert, know about ghouling.
3: Two successes.
2: Two successes. You know that ghouling is a process where mortals drink vampire blood and then gain some vampire powers. When they go off the blood, at the moment they burn it out of their system, depending on how long they've been ghouled for it, they just go back to being mortals.
3: Okay, so it's like if he was on ghoul blood for a year... Then he wouldn't age during that time, and then as soon as he went off, it he'd age a year.
2: Correct. Okay, so not okay. like instantly, but at a very no, yeah, accelerated yeah yeah yeah. Rate.
3: Okay, um, okay. Then that's like safer than I thought it would be. Okay, um, yeah. Do you know? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I'll I'll talk to the sheriff. I'll get, and I'll get I'll get Kate to to to. Get some of the of the stash delivered to you.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ah, Fuck it, I'm not going back to sleep. He just gets up and like goes to the kitchen and makes himself some coffee. He's gonna try to read a book very unsuccessfully for the rest of the night. Um you've got your street clothes though. You head back out. Val, what do you got in the way of street clothes right now?
5: Yeah, well, Val has street clothes, but Val will put on SWAT gear and look like a red cell person, basically. Her, like, I am hunting vampires, black tactical head-to-toe ski
2: mask. You're going to blend in so well on the street. Um, yeah. <laughs> just quietly in the background, a couple of normal walking people and a head-to-toe SWAT person. <laughs> They're uh,
5: patrolling the streets, too, so that's happening.
2: Everett, what are your street clothes? Look like because I'm assuming what you wear normally are kind of your street clothes, which means you got to dress different. Somehow yeah, I have not to get like a sheriff, a costume. Basically, I'm going to take off my usual like Stetson hat, I think. But
4: at the risk of not being 100% sure how public my face is, how recognizable I am, I'm going to wear like a baseball cap. Okay. Uh, which is already
2: a weird look. <laughs> of just yeah, a- you are now officially looting the daytime officer's lockers for normal clothes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, oh instead of the uh, the long coat, I'll get like a like a windbreaker or something I like was that. Say, can you describe the whole <coughs> Sorry, effort you're hoping the- to find? And then we can see what is oh, in these okay. lockers. Oh, okay, and then what the results are? Yeah, I it's love so that. surreal. Uh, just looking for a real kind of, and this isn't Everett's frame of reference,
4: um, but this is what, the outcome would look like just a sort of like Jason Bourne trying to blend in kind of thing of like mm. ball cap, a light jacket kind of thing for him to like move in,
2: some jeans. Yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Uh, roll me. this is like practically luck. Uh, let's go with uh wits always feels like our random chance one when I don't have anything, so that feels appropriate. okay. Uh, oh, but it's your it's your officers. Let's hmm. say wits and leadership. I bet my leadership's empty. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> but this is related to, to New Haven. So for in they we'll allow that as yep, the bonus okay. for our Voice generic kind of plus yeah. one for New Haven. Mm. Okay. Nice.
4: Wow. Nice.
2: On five dice five successes you get exactly the outfit you want you got the baseball cap Jason you've got the, the blue windbreaker that's dark enough to not stand out at night but not so yeah. dark that it looks like you're trying to hide you've yeah. got a hoodie underneath so you can pull that up over the ball cap as necessary yeah. jeans sneakers weirdly enough it all fits you don't know who it is on daytime but there's someone in daytime who is locker. exactly <laughs> your size it's it's like, like you guy. open it up the <laughs> outfits there it fits you perfectly somehow you have a body double which I'm going to with five successes, make a note for future. You have a body double you could put a hat on to go drive a car around who will look like you in silhouette. Oh my God. Poor bastard. Sorry, (laughs) pal.
6: I'm just trying to comprehend the idea of Everett
3: wearing jeans. Yeah, windbreaker. Yeah. I I don't like it. Uh, And I will
2: say, uh, you can carry your revolver if you want and a stake under the jacket and hoodie at the back of the belt. Yeah, I was thinking... um, a uh the the harness for a holster whole oh, yep. yeah yeah shoulder strap thank you yep. yeah that will fit under this jacket because five successes is really hard to be like you don't have everything you want <laughs> uh doris mm-hmm. you are dressing as yourself mm-hmm. you're in your sheriff's uniform but mm-hmm. you you said you're going to wear your your finest hat I so know, what I is your that finest hat
6: it's the pink one with the little um, Lampshade uh, danglies. Oh, mm.
2: that is that is a very fine hat. It's
6: a great hat. Uh,
2: do you, you've got your bloodstones. You've got one. I think Everett still has one. You've got the other. You've got your spider mm-hmm. things, vials, mm-hmm. uh, business under your hat. Yep. Uh, is there anything else you'd want to carry or prepare? You have your derringer if you want to carry it. You have a, access to a wooden and a silver stake. And you have access to a silver ritual wavy knife that you have wielded on the highway previously.
6: Oh wavy knife um I'm gonna write that down I forgot about that
2: yeah to remind all of the officers you have silver and wooden stakes that mm-hmm. are now part of your yep. day-to-day carry uh Everett you have your filigreed revolver you have your hidden silver knuckle dusters yeah. Val
6: yeah
2: Evangel, you got some really nice earrings
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not wearing, I'm not wearing the earrings tonight I'm I think, leaving the earrings at home
6: yeah I think she's not gonna carry the gun because she doesn't like guns but I think she's gonna take her wavy knife. Great. um as a fun good luck charm and um yeah and i think if she can have a quick aside with val um
2: i think everybody will arrive back at the station and you'll head out so you will get a chance it. for that okay. i just want to confirm what evangeline is wearing right. as normal day-to-day clothes so we can all picture this
3: um evangeline's going to wear uh like gear she would wear while hiking so it's kind of like like yeah, uh, like loose fitting hiking pants that have a lot of pockets where she can like put stuff in. Um and and then like a zip-up uh kind of light uh black hoodie.
2: Great. So we've got and running shoes. Definitely right. Got like jogger with cargo pants. Yeah. <laughs> we've got Jason Bourne. <laughs> We have a SWAT officer, and we have Doris with the pinkest of all pink hats arrive at the front of the station ready to go out and do this. Yeah.
5: And and Val would actually... (laughs) Nothing strange happening here. Val Val would swap and give the keys to Evangeline. Clark, What? don't fucking crash it this time, and get into the back seat behind the driver's seat. Because Val's planning on bailing out of this car in a dark alley somewhere, so...
4: Oh, my God.
2: Amazing. To,
5: to follow Doris, basically. Right. Great. So they so get the car. <laughs>
2: before you leave, is there anything anyone wants to say to each other? I know Doris yes. will grab Val. Val, we can say you pretty safely get back and have your chance to talk to Doris first.
6: Yeah, hmm. I feel like you just feel a hand, tug your hand away from the group. Um, <clears throat> and, <laughs> <laughs> um Then I have a, a request for you beyond the saving me tonight.
5: Oh, okay. What is it? If this goes wrong, please take care of my children. I think Troy has your fucking cats on lockdown, but sure. You mean it? Yeah. All right.
6: I'm trusting you. Okay. All right. Good. They all have names. <laughs> 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 I didn't write them down, but Troy knows them. And she looks quite yeah. I think this is the most rattled you've seen her.
5: Okay, well, we'll I'll make sure Troy doesn't die so he can watch her cats how about that?
6: Troy, 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 Troy's not really um, a long term watcher person perhaps you could I don't know get, get, get them a home or something perhaps I should have asked Evangeline she likes animals
2: Evangeline so is back at the car you could walk Val over and switch who you're talking to
5: I don't know if she's still mad at me Gosh. I'm sure you can bond about talking about cats come on Val walks us <laughs> back to the car and then Val and Doris can be in the back seat. Okay.
2: And Evangeline's in the front.
5: Yeah. Driving. Yep.
2: Yeah. I guess I'm riding S- shotgun.
3: Driving so fucking carefully. <laughs> so
2: you are all in the vehicle. Your plan is for Doris to walk around until someone tries to kidnap her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just want to be clear on the plan. You are now all driving. Where are you driving to in town? Is there a specific area you want to go to? And how are you planning to surveil Doris as she walks around in hope of being kidnapped? Where yeah.
6: was I when I got picked up when I saw that Tremere guy? That's
2: what Everett would be asking also. Yeah. I think yeah. it
6: was coming home from the hospital. Correct. So on the hospital the way. is
2: dead center of town and yeah. you had been going back to the sheriff's office. You had been walking north from the center of town when you were right. originally spotted, but it was random happenstance. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, what yeah, you yeah. know is the Pyramid 2.0 is based... An approximately close to the center of the Malkavian district. So if you're looking mm. at your maps of the city, which I gave you all, it's a circle split into quarters. Mm-hmm. It is the bottom right-hand quarter. It is the Southeast quarter where the Pyramid 2.0 is based.
6: Well, then why don't I go to Pritchard's Peculiarities?
2: There you go. You're going to go visit Marjorie? Well, no, just like that. Start That's, that's where there.
6: she would want to start.
2: Great. So you are driving to Pritchard's Peculiarities. When you arrive, Doris can get out and walk around. How are the rest of you planning to surveil Doris?
5: Val was planning to be on foot and stay near dark corners of buildings, but like on foot, follow behind Doris and then leave the car to these kids. We,
4: we know there are parts of new Haven that are, I, I think of like the bruja quarter of like, like abandoned buildings and stuff like that. Yes. We're not in that kind of area.
2: No, the Malkavian district is more standard. It tends to be where eccentrics are living. Uh, it's where the retirement home facility is yeah. located. It's where therapy is. If you're a bit odd or kooky, or you want to just live life out loud in an eccentric or strange way, the Malkavian Quarter is the aesthetically welcoming version of that. The Gangrel mm-hmm. Quarter tends towards complete abandoned buildings. It's more feral. Gangrel, there are sorry, businesses yeah. and there are mortals who live there. Don't get me wrong. There are mortals in all of these quarters. But the Gangrel tend to prefer wilder, more kind of rundown or more rustic places. The Bruja, industrial. That's where you're dealing with like a lot of chains. It's a very punk rock aesthetic through that quarter. And then the Nosferatu quarter is a weird combination of totally normal and abandoned and an absolute fucking raging party because they right. have had to hide forever. So, this is the there are clubs, there are tattoos, everybody's getting drunk and making out, like just partying <laughs> fucking down in the Nosferatu quarter. So, right. it's very calm and quiet and suburban with a really kind of e- exciting club ish downtown quarter core. <laughs> okay. Um, at night, people are the most active and out on the streets yeah. in the Nosferatu kind of clubbing district and the Malkavian Quarter in general. They're just, Malkavian Quarter is unpredictable. People are doing whatever they want to do. Everybody's marching by the beat of their own drum.
4: Right. Um. Everett would say, "Uh, uh well, I think Cherry might be a little too recognizable as your vehicle, Val. Uh, I understand you want to kind of prowl around. Uh, in the dark. That's fine by me. Uh, I think I'll follow Doris uh, from a distance, uh, try to remain inconspicuous, just walking on the street. Uh, And uh, Clark, I don't know. Should you stay with the car? Come get us when we grab this guy. Or do you want to tail us in the car?
3: I can just kind of park.
4: Yeah, Maybe that works for you. Somewhere
3: kind of. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: All right. Uh, One more thing. Uh, everybody, uh, Val, I hope you got enough for everyone. But since we're
2: dealing with Tremere, sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> and I've-
5: so many sunglasses are in this car.
2: <laughs> everybody will get sunglasses nice. on. Doris, can you roll me an intelligence and. I'm going to throw manipulation for this. If you could roll me those two. It's, it's two attributes, not another one, but I'm just checking oh, something that sure. we had mentioned but had not played the scene out, but I think it may have happened anyways.
6: <laughs> two.
2: Two successes, that's enough. Okay. You will have talked to Dr. Kate Holloway, which you had flagged that you wanted to do the previous night, and mm. she will have brought you a number of empty EpiPens. So at the top Ooh. of the night, you can have ki- you have filled 4 of them with your blood while meditating to make sure it's super calm, and you have distributed those to the team so they yes. have a better oh injector God. version of the Doris blood frenzy
4: proof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excellent. 30% of the time it works every time. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Sure. Uh, great. Okay. Uh, she's not going to wear sunglasses because I feel like that would...
4: Be a bit of a tell for Doris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fine with Everett. Um,
2: Everett gets out uh, and uh, starts to just walk away from the vehicle. Hat Sorry. down, hands in pockets. The vehicle's being parked. We have three vampires in varied pursuit. Mm-hmm. Doris, what's your walkabout plan? Are you just wandering at random... You've um, got a whole district that you're wandering yeah,
6: through. Yeah, uh, I'm going to keep it to the dark alleys because if we're going to steal a vampire off the street, we want to make sure that it's done uh, inconspicuously. So I, I think she's just going to start aimlessly wandering all the da- down all the dark alleys.
2: <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Okay, can I get a dexterity and subterfuge or dexterity and uh, dexterity and streetwise or subterfuge from Everett and Evangeline mm-hmm. and I'm going to get a dexterity and subterfuge from you Val because you you're dressed like a SWAT officer so you can't be like I'm going to play the shadows and get ignored <laughs> like you are there uh can you roll me a a d10
5: Ooh. Oh yes.
2: It, that could I could I get Doris. stealth instead? Oh, is stealth a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do stealth. Yeah. That's fine.
5: Eight. <clears throat>
4: Whew. Damn.
2: Uh, one, two,
4: three, five successes.
5: Wow. Evangeline got four. <laughs> Val got one.
4: <laughs> the dice are being kind to me today. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah.
2: As the night progresses, Doris, you are wandering quite effectively. Uh, you don't have a particular plan for what is going on, but the rest of you notice that Doris's random wandering is pretty close to a grid pattern that's working these back streets very carefully. She's also occasionally looping back and covering areas where she's already been seen. The one area that I'm imagining, unless you would go towards it, that you're avoiding is the actual Pyramid oh, yes. 2.0 Street. Great. You're, you're working around those outer limits. Val... You are going from shadow to shadow, but you're a fucking SWAT officer <laughs> with a full like helmet and tack gear going from fucking shadow to shadow. <laughs> it's, it's noticed, is okay. what I would say yeah. with what's going on. Even average, it's like you're getting those weird people looking at a curtain and then just closing the window <laughs> if they're mortal. Everett and Evangeline, you both are very good at appearing like normal people. You're, you're you're threading the needle that Val is very much not. Okay. She may be helping solely because people are noticing her and not to notice people are. We're in the right around. order for it, that kind of behavior. Yeah. But over the course of, I will say this evening, the two of you managed to put together a pretty good shorthand for tailing somebody in this methodology you haven't actually had to work in this way before mm. as officers yeah val's kind of doing her own tactical thing but the two of you are trading off at street corners figuring out where she's going wandering around learning to play that kind of calm and your scores are high enough that you're doing that quite well cool so i will say if you're continuing to do this work in the future for the two of you please make a note you will plus one die to tailing
5: oh nice somebody while yeah. trying
2: to go unnoticed val sorry no that's
5: <laughs> fine i'm doing my own thing
2: yeah the, the challenge is over the course of the entire evening that you spend wandering around, there is no pyramid attention that you gain. Uh, the only people who are going through the streets, obviously there are people going about their lives. There's a small number of vampires doing that. And you do see a number of red cell patrols and their large Humvees with the 50 cals on top just going down the streets. They're taking IDs from people that they can stop to confirm that they are who they are and comparing to the New Haven Register. It's a lot of the militarized policing that Mm. Evangeline would hate. Val probably tolerate. Everett, I don't think, would necessarily care for in any way. Doris, I don't think you have a lot of respect for random people trying to assert their authority. in your (laughs) No. Yeah, so not great is what we're saying about Red Cell. They don't actively disrupt your operation. You're able to avoid them effectively. But they are around and you can tell that it is definitely, Hmm. let's say, harshing the general vibe of these areas. But by the end of the night, no sign of the pyramid. Nobody's come to grab you. You just spend a night wandering around. However, you do all have a better feel for the Malkavian district. The next night. Goddamn. You all come back together. What do you do?
4: All right, so we didn't learn very much last night. One thing Val and I uh, heard from Dylan Zane when we visited Pyramid 2.0 is, well, he kind of laughed about you, Doris, and said you were our problem now. And I wonder if with Pyramid 2.0 becoming such a big player so fast, all of a sudden maybe... Maybe you're not a priority anymore. Maybe we just didn't get lucky last night. Maybe we need to try this closer to Pyramid Headquarters, which is more dangerous.
6: I think you might be right, sir, in the sense that I'm not very important to... Well, I might not be important to Dylan Zane anymore, but I can guarantee you that
3: Lucius would want me. Well, then Mm. maybe instead of just kind of walking around, you could be more snooping around. How so? I, I, I mean, just closer to the pyramid, mm-hmm.
6: headquarters. I wonder if I think really hard in my brain. Lucius will hear it and send someone. I...
5: I think right. snooping around close to that goddamn building is a bad fucking call, considering the wards and who knows what magic shit they have rigged up over there. Well,
3: you could go close, go, you know, just like
5: there's
4: a lineup.
3: Do a the little, door. do a little touch close to it, look around, and then walk away, and maybe someone will follow her. Then you know, you know.
2: Ever, can you roll me a know. wits and technology? when you specialize
5: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
4: it's all or nothing so thank you for the
2: wits <laughs> uh two successes two successes you remember that there is the pyramid 2.0 website and you can see that their open house for new applicants is remaining open yeah okay that gala was not just a one night thing they're clearly right. hunting for new vampire applicants yeah They're still
4: they're still seeking out applicants. Their plan, again, was to go from like five a week and then 20 a week and then 100 a week. Maybe that's the focus right now. Maybe you're on the back burner until they've got the bodies to really track you down, drag you out of this station or whatever. Maybe, you know, with enough people, enough support, they don't have to. Invite you, so to speak, right? They can just come and take you. Yes. We can't let that happen because that's too many people in New Haven converted and that's... You'd you'd be gone. We wouldn't be able to stop them. So we got to get this Tremere blood sooner than that.
6: Do we go into their house and find out where they're keeping them?
4: Well, regular folk are becoming Tremere that means that we've got their addresses and their names and things like that (sighs) we could take a new convert's blood
6: aren't they keeping them somewhere
4: i don't think i know that yet
2: uh that's not something that i'm aware of of like you don't know where they are. They were not at the open house that you were at last night. They haven't made any media appearances since the first meeting. So the right. first converts are around uh, in terms of the blood that's used. Theoretically, if it was tested, Doris, you know that you can find people's generation. So it would mm-hmm. show that it was a younger Tremere, not one of the older Tremeres. They could try to play that off. But if Your you're, you're older, it would be better. Older would be better. Yeah. But frankly, if you can get into the building and there's blood in them and they're in the fucking basement getting blood bonded to the pyramid. The investigation team solving this mystery (laughs) is you, motherfuckers. So unless the clan leaders are really thinking you're trying to jam up the Tremere and that this is some big power play for you, they're not going to care. You can do a frame job as necessary. And you are all trying to figure out what is going on when your phones ding. And a moment later... Your pager starts printing something out at your waist, Doris, because Barty realizes when important messages come through they need to be sent. And you all look down and see that the town council of clan leaders are calling a meeting. Every clan must be present. Everyone is allowed three bodyguards all meeting at the local elementary school because Red Cell is starting to piss off all of the clan leaders and they need you to explain why they're here which seems like an endless nightmare until you realize there will be three Tremere bodyguards at an event that you will be hosting.
1: This episode of Blood & Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Del Tastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and Storyteller Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter.
2: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time: Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D and D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn One One Three Eight. Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Dio Vasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head,